When it comes to delivering customer support, there are some things you don't want teams to hear. Intercom's streamlined support platform clears up space for more organized workflows and peace of mind. Our business messenger uses chatbots, shared inboxes, apps, and more. Who doesn't like the sound of that? Intercom. Less of this. And more of this. To learn more, go to intercom.com support. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. Alongside my tag team partner, I'm Roy Burton. Mr. Domingo, a.k.a. Braun Breaker himself. <laughs> How are you doing this fine as always during the pandemic? Air quote, Saturday morning, sir. Oh, my Lord. Um, <laughs> I quit. I don't quit this radio job. I just quit Philly sports because I can't take anymore. I really can't. Like I, Like, I have... I, I don't have any more words to speak about our second subject. I just don't. Like, I had the, like, other than just your usual uh, B, P words, um, I <laughs> I just have to laugh. And, and, and the head coach having to go on national television, basically, like, lying to, lying to the world and, mm-hmm. and begging. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, he was pretty much begging Ben Simmons pleading. to stay. Pleading. It's just. I don't know. It it, it really is. It, it just one. It it just ups the ante on the uh, buffoonery that that's going on. Um, with training camp starting in what a day two. Yeah, I think media day is Monday. Training camp's Tuesday. Uh, so yeah. So Ben Simmons, of course, is the second subject that um, Mr. Domingo alluded to. He's the gift that keeps on giving here um, in Philadelphia, not just for this for his radio program. Um, again, we've we've said on multiple occasions that we'd stop talking about him. Just like we said, we'd stop talking about a certain Indianapolis quarterback and somehow they keep coming up in the news. Um, so hopefully this is one of the last few weeks. Uh, we'll talk about um, one number 25. Are you uh, sure Benson's. about that? I, uh, I I don't know anymore. I, I, yeah. I don't like, no. And <laughs> I, I mean, at some point I know the subject at hand is Benson, mm-hmm. but there are these antennas. Like, I don't know these side, these side pieces of this Benson, we still haven't talked about like I don't know the the Sixers strategy and all this. And since this is almost, I think, coming to an end, the grace of God. What do we <laughs> think about this general manager? Because mm-hmm. he he obviously had a strategy, and his and his strategy was we got to get a superstar for Ben Simmons. Three months later, or two months later, three months later, we still don't have a superstar. And things are, are are worse as they seem. I, I I guess my question is, was it worth it? Was it all worth it? That's a that's a good question, and and you know we'll try to answer that later in the show. Maybe I'll reach out to some folks next week. Maybe we'll get somebody on the show next week. Um, so someone more in the know, um, to give their their Joe thoughts. Joe Stasek, but uh, <laughs> not 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 him, not him. Someone else uh, who's who's in the know. Someone who might also like women as well. Who knows? <laughs> Um, but yeah, we uh, chicks. Yeah. Chicks. <laughs> yeah. still, people on people on the internet are still calling women chicks. <laughs> 2021, ladies and gentlemen. 2021. Um, yeah, so we will, we will talk some Ben Simmons later in the show. Of course, we're going to start with the local football team who's now one on one, still in first place in the NFC East. But again, it's but I very think we got bit. knocked back to earth a little bit. I yeah. think we got a couple yes I'm kicks back. to the chest. I'm back. Yeah, my yeah, my chest now now looks like Kenny Omega's chest and Daniel well, Daniel Bryan's chest. Um, because I think well. right no 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 because I think that that wasn't that wasn't a V trigger to your neck, no, no, no. but I think no, that no. was like that game was really just a wake up call. Like I don't know, yeah. that's like you know when like I don't know when like when like two guys are or two gals are in a collar and elbow tie up, and just to break up the not monotony, one guy slaps the other. I think mm-hmm. that was that was that game for me. Like, but I mean, and I don't know whether, whether week three is, do we get a brain buster? You, you said two gals again, the word of the, the, the day is chicks. 
Um, so when two chicks are tied up in that, and one slaps each other, and then, then you know, then stuff happens. So, yeah, so we will talk about, of course, the, the Eagles one and one again, the big game, as Chris alluded to, game three, week three against the Cowboys in Jerry World this Monday. But as we just kind of alluded to as well, Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson put on a banger at AEW's Grand Slam uh, earlier this week. And we will talk a little bit about NXT 2.0 because oh, we're Bron not going to talk about extreme rules. Because I had no idea. I, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that is happening. That is happening. There, there's a pay-per-view, a WWE pay-per-view as well, Extreme Rules. So we have a lot to get to again on this edition of the Brawl Street Line. As we always say, sit back, relax, take a ride on Brawl Street Line. The future Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Any shout-outs, sir? Uh, no, let's just say the usual thank yous. Shout-outs to you guys for listening to us and supporting us here, whether you listen live, 106.5 FM, every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern or wherever you are using the TuneIn app, download the TuneIn app, search for Philly Cam. You can listen to us live as well, wherever you are. But if you don't listen to us live on the radio, you can also listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. It's Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Spreaker, uh, YouTube Music, Spotify. Uh, just do a search for the Broad Street Line. Download, download us to your phone, your computer, your iPad, your MP3-enabled device. Take us with you on the go or listen wherever you are. Again, 24-7, 365. While you're doing that as well, please do us a solid Follow us on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. Eagles don't play until Monday. So football 12, fans. That just means eight hours of red zone. I don't even know what the Sunday night game is, but that takes precedence over over the WWE pay-per-view. Oh, no. It, oh, it's um Green Bay. Green Bay, San Green Bay, San Fran. Another, yeah, yeah, an, yeah. another heater. Yeah, so you got some, you got the four, like you got some four o'clock heat, you got some eight o'clock heat, and of course, well, I should say Sunday night heat, if you will, uh, with the eight o'clock heat. But then again, again, of course, the Monday night game for us, the marquee game on the calendar. So again, we'll be tweeting about that this weekend. Um, there, there's soccer going on. I'll probably be tweeting about that. But again, when Sunday, when you get a, a full Sunday with no Eagles action, it's a very special time for for me and my guy. You know, gonna gonna gotta curl, curl up on my couch next to my guy Scott Hansen. And, and yeah, enjoy, that, enjoy the Octobox. Yeah, no, like I, because really, like ever since, like I've been knee deep in in Madden, which is a a highly entertaining game. Um, and I and man, like I'm trying to find a challenging yet entertaining team to use. Like I, I like I, I'm trying to find. I tried the page because I, I want to develop a young quarterback. Mac Jones okay. sucks. In, in, okay. in the game, terrible, terrible. Okay. Can't throw, has no arm strength, no whatever. And I'm tr- that's that, that's going to be my goal for the weekend is to find a young quarterback to develop, but a decent defense because I have learned to enjoy playing defense. I like playing defense now. Oh wow, this this is new. I, I Madden for for forever, just about forever. I want to say forever, but just for just about forever, I hate playing defense. <laughs> Cannot stand playing defense. Defense is just time i need to spend to get back to offense <laughs> um again i haven't bought madden in a couple of years so i well no it's a lot i bought i bought it last year didn't really play it um so so if and when i get this if you can actually play defense and enjoy playing defense this will be a change for me because i probably haven't played enjoy playing defense since maybe the genesis days or maybe the super nintendo or something like that no like i will tell you that in november they are coming out with a title update where they update the scouting and like I don't know, changes the entire dra- like draft process. They got okay. mock drafts now. All right, I'm here for this. I'm here for the mock drafts. I'm here for the <laughs> no, and, GMing. and 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 the big boards go up and down weekly. All right, uh, this is what I'm here for. Again, I, I we are all <laughs> fake GMs in our mind. And again, they have regional be, sc- they have regional scouts. I'll tell you. I'll tell you straight up. If and if and when I get mad, at, I'll probably just sim twelve seasons of that. Before I finish a complete and play a full season of actual games with my hands on the sticks, because that's the stuff that I, I enjoy more than anything else. That, that NFL head coach game that came out like nineteen in two thousand and five, I played simulated like thirty seasons of that. It was, it was the greatest game ever. And you were just a head coach, and you were just like scheduling meetings and drafting, dude, and it was amazing. You never played a single play, and it was amazing. Anyhow, speaking of amazing, let's talk about the amazing performance that very few Eagles put up last Sunday against the 49ers. Like you mentioned before, I am knocked back to earth. I've been humbled a little bit. I was feeling good. I was telling folks three and zero, three and zero is not going to happen. Two and one might happen. One and two will will probably happen. One and two will probably happen after that Eagles seventeen to eleven loss against the Niners. The only the second seventeen to eleven game in the history 
of the NFL. As good as Nick Sirianni looked as a play caller in week one, he looked just as bad in week two. Like, if the, to me, the number one takeaway of that game is that, like, again, like the truth is somewhere in the middle with Nick Sirianni as a play caller and things like that. That offense looked lost for a lot of that game. I, you know what I'll take out of it is this is like that looked like a team that finished the, with the predominant amount of players that finished that won four games last year. Mm-hmm. And I just think that there were like, he looked like a first time head coach. He was conservative. Like, I, I mean, like, would you rather, like, I, I, I was asking myself, would you rather have your first time head coach be aggressive or because if he was a little more aggressive, they might've had an, a couple extra. Po- no, but like, even with him being conservative, they were at the five yard line. All right, and then they're at the one yard line. They're the one. And, yeah, like, <laughs> but then it, it, like, then it just like the goal line stuff is just one thousand and eighty percent on the head coach, just calling, just horrendous plays. But I think really, I, I mean, it just comes down to execution, and there were just a lot of times where, frankly, like I don't know, I don't think Jalen Hurts was was seeing the field all that great, and. That was that was my outstanding task I need to see. Like, I think, honestly, for the – because we all know, like, I don't know, Jalen Hurts is a leader, a very good leader. But there's so much leading you can do when you aren't throwing to the middle of the field. So that really is – I don't think, like, the season's goal has not changed for me. It's not making the playoffs. It's not winning the division. I mean, those, those are all ancillary goals of the main goal. Can Jalen Hurts be a as close to a, a, a to a guy you can ride with for three or four years? And after two games, the for answer for me is I don't know. Yeah, and, and, and again, that's the number one. I think we can agree that's the number one thing you want to take out of the season. Like, is Jalen Hurts going to be one of those dudes? Is he going to be a guy you can, like, you can, you know, put your hat on, hang your hat on and have him be your, I'm not going to say franchise quarterback, but have him be a guy who can like lead your team to the playoffs going forward. Of course, you're not going to know, well, you shouldn't know that, or you probably aren't going to know that after two games with most guys and you don't know it with Jalen Hurts. And hopefully you'll know it by seven, by game 17. Um, but yeah, but that's more important than anything else. It's more important than Nick Sirianni. Cause again, we might not know how good of a coach he is. You know, by the end of the year. I don't know how, how much you'll learn about some of these other young guys on the roster other than Devontae Smith. I mean, how much are you going to learn about Quez Watkins? How much are you going to learn about the other wide receivers on the team? How much are you going to learn about Eric Wilson? He's going to be gone next year. Like, right. and, and, and that's the thing where I just can't, I can't take a lot of the, like the roster for like, I don't know. I can't think too hard about the roster because the roster isn't going to be here anymore. Like there, there are a lot of guys uh, like more than the usual NFL team that have guys on one-year prove-it deals. Like mm-hmm. ha- like three or four starters are on one-year deals. You yeah. got a bunch of, like, I don't know, guys like Ryan Kerrigan on one-year deals. And I, and I, I th- there were a couple of moments where, like, I don't know, Eric Wilson didn't, didn't look great at times. And, and I said, but like I said months ago, maybe there was a reason why these guys are on one-year deals. And maybe why, there was a reason why these guys weren't like, I don't know, seeked out. I'll say all this though, nothing for nothing. And we've talked a lot, you know, mostly about the offense. Nothing for nothing. That defense didn't look that bad. Like, I don't know if whether it was the, the I don't know was whether they played well or the Niners didn't play well at all. Because again, Jimmy Garoppolo in the first half was terrible. In the second half, he looked better, but again, he wasn't like beating you downfield. I think the Niners had like 300 total yards um, in in the game on Sunday. Um, but how so much defense, worse yeah. is no? But how much better is the defense when the defense can't can't turn the uh, can't turn the other team over? Well, you can't turn the other team over, and you're not getting any pressure, and then and, and that's the thing. It's like I don't care, I don't care how good you are. If you never get turnovers, like never get turnover, which is amazing to me. I don't know how this keeps happening, but if you never get turnovers, and now of course you know with your best pass rusher out, if you can never get you know pressure on a quarterback, you know again at some point, I mean like how you know you're going to give up points at some point. Like like, like you keep giving teams you know 12, 13, 14 drives a game, you're going to give up points, um, no matter how good. Javon Hargrave is Javon Hargrave has been a beast this year. Like he's been absolutely fantastic um, this year. And and again, like your your cornerbacks by and large have been good. But again, like at some point, you have to get a turnover. Like when the ball hits you in the hands, 
or even or even a third down sack. Like I, I mean, like I, I've been saying this for three years. They just do not get timely sacks. Like, mm-hmm. might they get a sack on like first down or like a second down? But, but I see like I don't know, just just guys around the league. I see like Nick Bosa. Like I, I, I mean, like does every team have Nick Bosa now? No. Like you, you, you'll be, you'd be ecstatic to have a, a a guy like his caliber, but just a guy that just you know will just go hard, hard to, on third and nine when mm-hmm. like he's like even against a good guy like Mylotta, like he's getting close or he's made like you don't see that on this team. And God bless Brandon Graham, he just he wasn't that guy, and now they don't have him. So who's 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 getting to the quarterback on third and nine? Josh Sweat? Well, that's the thing. Well, well, hopefully it's Josh Sweat, and we'll talk more about Josh Sweat in a second. But look, if, if, if there's any time for a guy to do something to get himself paid for the rest of his natural life, it is now time for Derek Barnett to do such a thing. Because, again, Derek Barnett and Ryan Kerrigan are going to get a lion's share of the snap, you know, with Brandon Graham out. So, listen, your first round Do we just, like, not paid. expect this from Fletcher Cox anymore? Uh uh, I don't. Maybe I, should I? <laughs> he's he's getting paid twenty one million dollars. Yeah, but he hasn't been like like I, I don't know. Like we love like I don't know criticizing like I don't know star players. I don't know. Like is it because people don't think defensive tackles should get sacks or pressure? I don't understand. Yeah, defensive tackles who get paid twenty one million dollars should get sacks and pressure. Like they're not going to get twenty sacks a year. And they're not going to be Aaron Donald. Well, they should be almost Aaron Donald. I mean, they, like they should be highly disruptive. Period. Like Fletcher Cox should be doing every week what Javon Hargrave has been doing the last two weeks. Yeah. Period. Like that's a fair. That's a fair ask for a guy getting getting paid that much money. But Fletcher Cox has probably been what, the third best defensive lineman this year, maybe. Yeah. I mean, after two get through two games, and that's not right. I mean, that's no. Not, he needs no like. The one, if you ask me, the one guy that needs to raise his level of play to semi or kind of offset the loss of Brandon Graham, it's number one's Fletcher Cox, and number two, two B or two and three are newly rich, a, a newly rich man, Josh Sweat, and then uh, never going to get paid Derek Barnett. So, no, no, Ryan Kerrigan. Like, you know, you're not expecting Ryan Kerrigan to be he's on a one year deal for two million dollars. Yeah, but maybe he wants to get paid. I I think he's on the tail end of his career. Like if, if you can get a couple timely sacks, at it, but Derek Barnett's twenty six years old. Like I, I yeah. like, and I still. What is this? 17, 18, 19, 20? Like four years in, Derek Barnett still hasn't had a trademark game. Yeah, like there hasn't been like I remember more Derek Barnett like penalties that 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 have nullified big plays than than, than positive plays by by the Derek Barnett. Um, which is kind of sad to say because again, like he's he's a you know first round draft pick at the end of his contract. So yeah, obviously again with the injury to, to Brandon Graham, um, that those guys in the, on the defensive line are going to have to step up. Um, let's switch back to the offense for a second again. Jalen Hurts super accurate in game one, not so accurate in game two. Twelve of twenty three, um, a buck ninety in the air. Um, he did have the the, the deep pass to, to Quez Watkins, the ninety one yard pass. Which again, you throw a ninety one yard pass, you wind up with first and goal on a one. You should score points on that. You should score seven. I'm not going to say points. You score seven on that drive. Eagles came out with nothing. And he also had Jalen Rager on a deep pass later. They got, they got called back. I know people are saying that, you know, he's not – the issues with him or a question around him is his his deep ball accuracy. I didn't see anything that concerned me as far as his accuracy with the deep ball. I'm more concerned about the fact that they didn't take a lot more shots across the middle of the field, like, during the second half. I mean, does he have Justin Herbert's arm? No. <laughs> like, I, I mean, like, he – he is limited with his arm. I, I mean, I don't. I don't think that's a criticism. I, I don't think that's like hot take. He just. He's not. He's not. He doesn't have like a cannon for an arm. But I, I mean, but you know what? You can compensate for going with anticipation, and I, I just, I just, I don't know, making something out of nothing. I, and it's two games in. So like, yeah. and and this game is a is a good, is a good litmus test for him. The Cowboys have a. Um, I, I'd say a less than average defense. They get after the quarterback. They got dudes that can get like get like you should be able to score points on the Cowboys. Period. And I like 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 Herbert struggled, but I, I think they like threw some blitzes at him. But if you play the way that Nick Sirianni wants to play, which is like run the ball and then like 
throw some play action off that or just run your offense based off the run, you should be able to score. And I just want Jalen Hurts to make three to four plays a game that say, whoa, or like, I don't know. Okay. Like with five mm-hmm. watts. Okay. I like, and in the Falcons game, I saw that. Do you need to be wowed by Jalen Hurts to say he's a, he, like he's the starter? Uh, he's the starter of the future. Like, like it, it, it. Do you need a wow factor out of your quarterback? I I don't need a wow factor out of my quarterback. Um, I think he's going to give you wow moments just to kind of the kind of you know the type of dynamic guy he is. I mean, he did that with his legs a little bit. On no, Sunday. but is he, he dynamic? Been... Like, I I mean, like I I I, I, I think he's di- I think he's dynamic. I think he's not consistent. It's, oh, okay, he's not Kyler Murray. No, 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 he's not Kyler Murray. Like he's, he's, yeah, he's a, he's a notch less dynamic. Well, probably a couple notches. Kyler Murray's crazy. <laughs> he's a couple notches less dynamic than than Kyler Murray, and he's a couple notches less consistent than Kyler Murray. Um, but again, he's he's like six games in. Like I'm not expecting the world out of this dude. Like it's like all right. Like talk to me in December, and then we'll see where he is in December, and then you know maybe if if how he wants to bring him back next year, then we can talk about it then. But. Yeah, like he's not the dynamic guy, but again, he's not a consistent guy either. But again, he's a he's a young bull. Like how many six yeah, the, guys yeah, this no, younger that consistent? That is true. But do you need to see? I need to see like signs. And the fact there were some moments in the Falcons game where I was like, okay, but I wasn't like, holy cannoli. Like I don't know. Like do I need you to be just? Do I need you to show Justin Herbert stuff? No, you're not. You're just you're just not going to show me Justin Herbert stuff. But I do like. I don't like I go back to like guys that were drafted in like like the the non first round like I don't know second or greater and the guys that have lasted like a Dak like I don't know did they show you stuff in their first year like I know like really like I don't know Dak and Russ are like no Russ was the anomaly because he looked awesome like yeah, I don't Russ know like yeah, you, you know but like a guy like Dak like I don't know did he like because he had the same like accuracy issues like i don't know but but dynamic i just need to see like because as much as the the leg stuff is is cool and, and it's very helpful like i don't know get you like it gets you out of sacks and like i don't know like like remove some pressure off the offensive line i need to see you make stuff from with your arm you you need to you need to do plus stuff with your arm and that is really mm-hmm. like i don't know for the next and it's going to be tough sledding the next few weeks, man. You're playing like you're playing. You're playing the two teams that played in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's going to be tough. And, and and to his credit, again, like again, that was a nice the the 91 yard of the Quez Watkins was a nice pass. Could have hit the and could have hit the Jalen Rager pass as well. I mean, he showed you a couple things with his arm, you know, on on Sunday. And to me, I'm I'm not more concerned about those those super plus plays more than I'm concerned about just just show me that 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 you're kind of putting it together as far as like running the team and kind of like organizing drives and like the two minute drive against the, against the Falcons. That to me was like, that was, that was lovely. Like that was incredible to me. Like that's, that's what I want to see. Like, obviously you're not going to be in that situation every game, but if you can show me that you can lead March this team down the field in two minutes and score and not look out of, not look out of place and not make mistakes and things like that. Those are the types of things that, you know, that kind of carry forward, carry on going forward. Do I want to see, you know, you know, like you drop it in a bucket like Joe Burrow does at Jamar Chase? That'd be nice. I'm not going to see it probably. See it <laughs> no, but month, like, no, no, but, but shouldn't that be the requirement for the quarterback in 2022? No, but he's he's like he's a second round pick. He's what 53? Like how many? I mean, how many second round picks in game so, six? So then, gonna, gonna no, drop it in like, a bucket like Joe Burrow. Like no, but like I don't like what do like so? I throw I throw thought, dudes throw dudes open. Don't make mistakes. And if you need to extend plays with your legs, that's so it. but then so then that will get like because I feel this is like a reality show. Like I don't know, will you make it to the next season of Top Model? And like I don't know, like like no, like because it it's like it's a very interesting like it, it's expectations. Like like do mm-hmm. you just want to cut bait with a guy if you just say no, he ain't going to be a franchise quarterback? Like I don't know, like because this organization is like obsessed with finding a franchise quarterback. It's like, do you need a, do you need to see franchise quarterback traits for, to jail and hurt for jail hurts to make it to, to, to next season of top model. So you're, you're asking, a, you're asking a couple of different questions. So, well, let me ask you, let me turn it back to you. Do you, do you need a franchise quarterback to win in the NFL? Yeah. To win it all. To win it all. 
Yes. Yeah. No, no. Like I, I like, no, I've convinced myself because I've always said like, I don't know. You see like guys like Garoppolo and like Goff make it. But you know what happens in two years? They're gone because the team is sick of them. Like because they they see how close they get to 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 the mountain, and they say, "Yo, our quarterback is living enough." I want to eliminate that piece and say because, like, I just because I see every week I just see quarterbacks just make this the most stupid plays, and I'm just like, I need a quarterback that isn't redheaded and believes in, in, in walking boots and vaccine. <laughs> like, no, I, I, I feel like I, I'm just, that, 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 that's yeah. fine. No, that's fine. No, I just wanted to, I just wanted an answer because again, if you need a franchise quarterback, then the answer to your question, your question <laughs> is yes. I need to see signs of franchiseness from my guy. I don't need to see it now. I got like to see it now, but I need to see it by week seven or week 18. I need to see it at the end of the year. And if I don't see it at the end of the year, I got a bunch of draft picks. I'm going to use those draft picks one way or another to get the most franchises guy I can get. If I don't see Jalen Hurts, show me those qualities on a semi-regular basis. It is what it is, man. No, I, is. And then I guess the question, like, no, and, and then, and then it's, like the the sub question that I did, can you build around a non franchise? Like like, do you, are you a, would you be okay with the Jared Goff route? Like just have a quarterback that can manage the game, make some plays here and there in in a game, but just have a an enti- a great support system. So here's the thing. So the short answer to that is yes, because again, I think you can win in this league with a Jimmy Garoppolo. I really do. You just have to build around them right. Like the Niners were kind of sort of on that path and they kind of fell apart on them, but you can do it. I don't trust Howie to do it. So I don't think that works here. So in this situation with this GM, you got to get, I got a franchise quarterback. I need, I need a franchise quarterback. <laughs> but that being said, if I trusted the GM and I trusted the owner, I'd be okay with a Jimmy Garoppolo. I'd be okay with, I'm trying to think of and someone else. Like, I don't know, Jared Goff, no, 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 no yet, like, but. no, I, no, I think. This is like I, I like if I had to guess like the number one co- the most conversation we had about sports in in the twenty years I've known you it's mm-hmm. either been like top fifty NBA players and yes. like and, and the line of demarcation of quarterback <laughs> yes, like I know exactly like I, I mean, right. I've always said like like before it was like Andy Dalton I always right. said like if you could be Andy Dalton and you had just the Rams defense yeah yeah you could win but they they don't win. They get to the like they get to the Super Bowl and then they plateau, right. and but it comes back to the NBA question: Is getting the, like if it an error? You just got to one Super Bowl. Would you consider that error a success? I, I would in the in the NFL. I would I would consider getting well actually in any sport. I would think I would think if you get to a Super Bowl in an era, you know what whatever you call it, the come to find error. If you get to the dancing, you don't want to. <laughs> you get there. I think that's a successful run. I think it is. It's hard man, to win, man. I, like man Michael I Sam told us, man, winning is hard, buddy. <laughs> winning is hard, buddy. Is it too much to ask for, like, Jalen to, like, drop 304 against this Cowboys team? Look, I mean, if, if like, Jalen Hurts to me seems like a bright lights kind of dude. And so I can see Monday night Jalen Hurts going out there wanting to do so. Because, again, he's 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 done some things in that stadium down there. Um, so I can see Jalen Hurts. Might, might, may You're going to need out. to drop a lot of points because I have a feeling that defense is not going to be good. Like, no, like, I, I mean, like, this defense is going to suffer moderately without Brandon Graham. So, yeah, so Brandon Graham out for the season again with the uh, Achilles injury. Um, so the Eagles, huge, huge loss on defense. Also huge loss on offense as well. Brandon Brooks uh, with torn pectoral muscle. He's going to be out. Landon I've never heard that before. Yeah, <laughs> Dickerson will get to start in his place. Remember, yes. remember what we all said, and I wish I just shut my mouth that one time and didn't say, "Oh, yeah." When that line is healthy, how many times did did the world did did the Eagles collective say that when this line is one hundred percent healthy? How long did that last? <laughs> okay, six, what six quarters of it? Like I don't even I don't even know seven quarters. Whenever Brandon, but it was but yeah, the problem was it was foreseen. This guy's been hurt five straight years. Uh, yeah, 
again, we had this discussion offline about someone else. So we'll get to later. I'm not a dude who says guys are injury prone or not injury prone. I think injuries kind of just happen or whatever like that. Some guys just might be injury prone. I might need a backtrack. <laughs> like after 42 years of living on this earth, I might need to rethink this whole injury prone kind of thing. Cause I might've been wrong. No, I think Brandon time. Brooks has broken the thought that you cannot be. He's been it like, and this isn't like tendonitis or it isn't like, like a strained muscle. He's out for two months. How many months has he been rehabbing <laughs> in the last three years, Roy? Like 90? And this isn't even like Jason Peters, who's like, all right, well, he's old. I get it. You know, like he can't move that much. So like when he gets knocked, he gets pancaked by a defensive end. I understand why he's hurt. Like Brandon Brooks isn't that, like, isn't this, isn't old enough to get hurt all like this all the time. They should have traded him. Like, no, time. like they, sh- and, and, and the issue is, they they can't get off these contracts next year. The, the, like, unless you – who's going to trade for a guy who's been hurt through the last four years and then got hurt for two months the prior year? What's Brandon Brooks? Let me look. I didn't look at – I didn't look at him up. It's, on, it's on bad. It, it, it's, it's, really? It, it's Michael Jackson. Look, look at the 22 cap, Roy. It's terrible. Right. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't look at. I didn't look at his number. I just assume. I I just assume that they can get off the number. No. And and just like Brandon just like Brooks slide. is going to be a 15 million dollar backup. All right, well, that's not a that's not a good thing. Brandon Brooks. Yeah, I thought he can get up. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's he's okay. He's good. Yeah, Brandon Brooks well, for, is all right. Well, for 2022. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, all right. Well, I don't know how this. <laughs> I don't know how this injured reserve cap thing is, but it's like a 22 million dollar dead number, um, which is not good. But it's a seven million dollar cap hit. I can live with the seven million dollar cap hit. No, but how? Look at the dead money. Oh wait, that's I'm sorry, that's for 2021. I'm sorry, I was looking at. Oh yeah, my you god. gotta look at 2022. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. What is what? What? All right, so we got a problem, ladies and gentlemen. See, this is what happens when you can. Conver- I gotta. No, this is gonna make me curse. This is why the converting of because people like to say, oh, the salary cap is Ugh. like I don't know. Oh, oh, the salary cap is fake. No, it's not fake. It's just, it, it's just, it, it's almost like, it's like that paid for. It's like that affirm. Like, I don't know. You'll buy it. Like, cause I saw it. They converted the Fletcher Cox money. Like, I don't know. They converted his salary into like a signing bonus, right. but you, but you smooth that out to four years. It's still $12 million. It's still going to be 4 million next year or three. Mil- like, like I hate this. I hate like, cause why, why are we converting money this year? Who the hell was worth signing to an ex- like this? Well, Josh Sweat. This, I mean, they, they did. No, so they no did but this is a nice segue into the Josh Sweat thing. Did yeah. Josh Sweat deserve an extension? Well, look, look. I'm like, I'm not going to say deserve. I'm not going to be that kind of guy. When no, I have no, given, like, when I have given Josh Sweat an extension. No. Well, no, I've given no. him three and forty-three. No. No, but this is this is another reason why this idiot GM is just <laughs> he loves getting stuff on discount. Like I, I, I mean, like he's the one dude that's like, nah, man. Yo, yo, Madden twenty five needs like Madden twenty one needs to be like sixty four ninety nine, not sixty nine. Like, cause he, in his mind, he thinks Josh Sweat at some point will out, like will will outdo that contract. Like I don't know, like, but to this point, like usually when a guy gets an extension, you're like, yes, give him. Like instead of like wanting to pay. Bud Dupree, and I know Bud Dupree's don't come on the market often, and and, and I think that's a thought with Howie's like, yo, like I don't know, none of these dudes get on the market enough to like warrant pay, but so they don't pay the Bud Dupree's eighteen million, and I don't know what the difference is between eighteen and fourteen in, in a salary cap world. It's like, is Josh Sweat going to be worth like, is he going to give you in not even next year? Or, no, shoot, he should give it to you next year. Will Joshua give you $14 million a year production? He which should. I, no, and that's double digits, right? Like, that's double yeah. digits. Act. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's not. Oh, that's another thing the Eagles can't do is get a guy who had double. I can't remember the last time they had a guy who had double digit sacks. Was it the Super Bowl year? Uh, Probably was. Yeah, it hasn't been. And then, then before that, it was like Jason Babin. Like, yeah. <laughs> There are just things that I thought a good football team just equally has. Like, I don't know. Or, like, has most of. A shutdown corner or a playmaking mm-hmm. corner. A playmaking mm-hmm. safety. I don't even know who the safeties are. On well, yeah. Right. Um, like, <laughs> a, a game-changing defensive end. Like, we love Brandon Graham. And you know what? Kudos to him, man. He worked his ass through that, oh, we should have picked Earl Thomas for 10 years. Right. And ended up having the better career than Earl Thomas. So, like, and 
I like I said, he's one of the most mentally tough Philly athletes I've ever seen. But he's not the dude that's like, yo, we gotta send two dudes. He ain't Miles, he ain't never been Miles Garrett. Like no. and that's why with these picks, it's th- the first pick needs to be a defensive end. It has to be. All right. Well, before we get to the end of the season, let's talk about week yep. three, because we got to talk about the Cowboys three and a half point favorites down in Dallas against the Eagles this week. Cowboys coming to this game one and one after beating the Chargers 20 to 17, thanks to some bogus calls by the referees. That sack call on Justin Herbert was one of the most trash calls I've seen in quite some time in the NFL. The man's trying to throw a pass and you call you call him in the grasp, like 15 yards down the field, trash. I'm not going to say those referees are in Jerry Jones' pocket. I'm just saying it's a trash call. Anyhow, Brandon Graham out for the season with the Achilles. Brandon Brooks is on IR. Zach Ertz is on the COVID list. He may or may not get off in time before the game. He is vaccinated, so he needs two positive tests if he'll get off the list. I doubt he will, so I assume we'll see a lot of Dallas Goddard this week. You will? However, like, will we see him? Like, will we see him? Will we see him on the stat line? Well, that, that's, that was my question. I'm going to say, however. He this is like reverse in. Carson Wentz. This is like reverse Carson Wentz, where, like, I don't know, he got criticism for, like, targeting the tight ends too much. Now the tight ends don't get targeted. Well, the thing is, like, he might not be able to get targeted because he might need to stay at home because Dallas is a grown-ass man on the other side of the field with Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons is a really good football player, man. He like, is. No. He's like, really good. No, no. He a freak. Like I like what no, and that's another thing that good NFL teams have. They got they got at least one freak, and 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 not Javon Kirks. Like I don't know, they got a freaky dude that just is that defies like like that's super athletic. Like like Kansas City has Tyreek Hill, and who's they have Tampa Bay. Well, Kansas City has like five freaks. Who's Tampa Bay's freak? And they have Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, are we going to call Tom Brady that guy? But probably. probably yes. We call 44 year old Tom Brady a freak. No, okay. like, I, like, like, there are those, like, Michael Parsons is just a fast. Ex- no, that's another thing that the Eagles haven't had. They haven't had explosion. Like, yeah. my, the first thing you say, the, the first thing you, like, you see with Michael Parsons, he's just explosive. Yeah. He just yeah. gets off the ball and is just a rocket. Yeah, no, he he is going to be a problem on Monday, and Jalen Hurts is going to have to deal with him. That's what I'm saying. Maybe Dallas Goddard, maybe Richard Rodgers. You know, maybe they. No, he's going to need to be like I don't know. He's going to need to get those security valves. Like, and I admire like trying to get it to the receivers. And no, we're not using that. Receivers can't get open excuse anymore. I'm done. No, 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 like I don't know. Like no, no, it's it's fifty fifty. Like I don't know. Either you're just no. And I think I think I've seen with Hurts is. He's just not comfortable throwing in tight windows. And right. I think I admire that to a point, but at some point you got to just not force it, but you need to trust, trust your preparation and just wing it. Yeah. Trust, yeah. Trust your eyes, trust your preparation. Again, trust, trust the play call. Cause again, like you can't, like you're not going to, if you're going to be ultra conservative, you're not going to, you're not going to win in this league. So yeah, so no, yeah. I know. I think the combination of the Sirianni play call and I think Hertz is a conservative quarterback in the pocket. Right. So again, Eagles three and a half point underdogs against the Cowboys Monday night. Who do you have? Cowboys in a rump. I don't think they, I don't think it's a route, but I think the Cowboys went comfortably. Even though again, we have no idea what's going on with Zeke Elliott. I mean, I think they'll think they'll still find a way to run the ball, especially with no Brandon Graham. Um, the Cowboys again. We always ask the question when the Eagles face a team with a bunch of good wide receivers: Who's everybody sticking? Avante Maddox, you probably have a, a pretty uh, your work cut out for you this week, my friend. Um, because the Cowboys, no, I, no, no, no I think Gallup is out. I He's yeah, Gallup's so. out, but still, I mean, no, like, you know, I know, like, who's their other dude? Because that, that other dude was had a couple, couple, couple plays last week, not not CD oh, Lamb, yeah. the other guy. Oh, I forget um, his name. Uh, they got CD Lamb and Amara Cooper, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I, I mean, that's all really matters, but um, but you know, and, no, Dallas then, has some, yeah, good. No, and I know they like throwing to like Jarwin and um, the other tight end, uh, crap, I'm. Name. Yeah, Dal- so these linebackers and the safety. Cedric Wilson's a guy I was thinking of. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, like they need, like, Dallas just has weapons, man. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't, like, they, they ain't the 49ers. Like, no. they don't have Elijah Mitchell. So you should, they should throw up 20, 27 points. And can you score 27, more than 27? 
I don't think I don't think you will. Uh, if I had to guess, I'd say yeah, that's a good number. Twenty seven is a good number. I'd say twenty seven seventeen. If I had to put a number on it, I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I, I think the Eagles going to have um, they're going to they're going to have to work cut out for him against the yeah. Cowboys again. No, Roy, I think the 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 thing you're just going to see every week, just because they're a young team that just like I don't know where they're young, they leave. They're gonna they're gonna have missed opportunities, yeah. but missed bad mediocre to bad teams don't take advantage of opportunities. They just don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good teams clean up on that stuff. Bad teams don't. I mean, that's that's the, that's really the margin of, of error. And yeah, I mean, look again. Look at the Chargers over the last couple of years. I mean, the Chargers converted half of the opportunities they've had to win games. They've they've the had three quarter. Super Bowls. Yeah, but say like they'd be they, like they 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 would have made at least one AFC title game in, in the last three years. But they yeah, haven't. no, again, like no, like there's no explanation for it. Like you can like you you can look watch every game. Bad teams don't take it. Don't take it advantage of opportunities or they have uh, no unforced errors and missed opportunities i think that is that's the that's a signal of a mediocre to bad team and and i think let's just hope that other than jalen hurts is maybe this team progressively can take advantage of opportunities that like like, because i think that's a sign of a a improving head coach no, you're you're absolutely right. So yeah, so the Eagles again, one and one, heading to Dallas. Um, before we get off the NFL, I do want to send prayers up to Carson Wentz's ankles, um, both of them which were sprained um, against the um, Rams um, earlier this week. Um, Carson Wentz it's trending trending towards not playing. So of course the snap tracker will not look very good for Eagles fans hoping for your first round pick from the Colts. They will not make the playoffs. We know that already. So when you've got a Dude, from the practice squad taking first first team snaps in week three. Yes, but I don't know how how bad are they going to be out in this god awful AFC South. No, they're going to be out. I mean, the AFC South isn't great, but they're going to be. They stink. They stink. Like they're terrible. The Colts stink. They're not good. Oh no, uh, no. The, I mean, they hung with they hung with the rib. No, like they're not making the playoffs. They're not that good. Yeah, no, no. The, yeah, the like, best they're, bet they're, you can, yeah. the best bet you can get is they get a top tenish second round pick, which is is. I mean, right now, you're gonna get an eighth round pick for Carson Wentz. So yeah, let's be happy with the forty first pick. Yeah. So so it looks like you're trending towards a high second round pick with Carson Wentz. However, the Miami pick. Might look good because, as our good friend Rick Ross would say, Tua Tago Villaloa uh, will miss this week's game with some fractured ribs. Thanks. He is not um, good. <laughs> so he's not good. So, again, the Eagles no, by the possibly. Way, now, will you get on – now, how long will it take for you to say Tua Tago Villaloa is uh, injury prone? Oh, I'm not going to say – I'll tell you he's trash before I tell you he's injury prone because <laughs> I think we're really close to that trash level right now. Um, he is not good. He's not – like, no, no. I'm not going to say trash. I'm not going to say trash. He's not very – he's not a very good NFL no, quarterback like, right now. I'll like, say that. Now, if you had to pick who would make it to the next season of America's top quarterback, who would you take, Jalen Hurts or, t- Tugga, or Tua Tagovailoa? 1,000% Jalen Hurts. There is Which is chance. wild. Which is why it's the ultimate irony of life that Jalen Hurts might have a better career, an NFL career, than the guy who replaced him at Alabama and made him leave. I I promise you, Tua will not be Miami starting quarterback next year. Might not be starting quarterback by week nine, but he will not be starting quarterback next year. Jalen Hurts, he he has a chance. He has a chance. He could be. Could be. You never know. Tua, no, no shot. They absolutely, they absolutely do whatever they need to do to get a quarterback this summer or this, 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 uh, yeah, well, this offseason. I, I, I guarantee you that. All right, let's switch gears and talk. No, I'm some, glad that we yes. spent 42 minutes talking about something. You did that it on I, purpose. That, you did it on purpose. That that doesn't that <clears throat> that doesn't super kick me in the face because I when I saw the latest news on what was it Tuesday or Wednesday? I can't I, I can't even keep. I believe it was Tuesday. I just decide. And I'm just like, dear God, <laughs> why, why is this guy still on the on the Philadelphia 76ers roster? It's like it's fall. So, in a surprise to absolutely no one, Ben Simmons, according to Woj, will not or has no plan to show up at training camp. Uh, no, but was it really a surprise? We we were like like last week we were saying. 
he like when he shows you were like twenty percent. I was like ten percent. Oh, okay, you know? okay, okay. Yeah, no, I was because remember, remember, I said if he shows up, which is unlikely, he will tell the company line. You said like you're just you're just an idiot. Like there's no way he's ever gonna be that dude. Um, and clearly he's not gonna be that. He wasn't gonna be that dude anyway if he did show up. So he ain't showing up. No Bentley um, at, at the Camden facility uh, next week for for Ben Simmons. Will not be a training camp. Made it clear to the Sixers way back this summer in a meeting uh, at the Combine in Chicago that he had no uh, desire to put on the Sixers uniform again. Why was um, the Combine? I want to say it was July. Let me look it up. I mean, uh, the, so the NBA Draft Combine in, is usually in July. I know the, the schedule's a little weird because the uh, – um, So, like, the, late July. Late July-ish. I'll get, you, I'll get you a date with that. But, yeah, back then – because I, rem- I remember the date that happened. I remember the um, June 29th, excuse me, June 29th. Oh, wow. Um, I rem- All right, I remember so that, was the date only, that, that was only 10 days after the meltdown. Yeah, I remember the day that the news came out that he that Rich Paul met with, uh, you remember, probably remember too, when yeah. Rich Paul met with Elton Brand. I'm like, yo, we don't have meetings like this just to say, yo, everything's cool. Yeah. We don't meet with a dude's agent in Chicago just to say, you know, man, everything's cool, man, everything's fine. Like that was the day that everything fell apart with the Simmons and Sixers relationship. So that happened. And then, of course, well, a lot of stuff happened in the middle between that. But this week, Doc Rivers goes on ESPN on first take and proceeds to lie to America multiple times, saying that he, well, for saying first that he wants Ben Simmons back, which is just straight up lie. But I'm not sure if that's the bigger lie. Or the fact that he said that he didn't really say what he said. We saw him say about Ben Simmons after Game Seven, where when he asked if Ben Simmons was going to be could be a point guard, you know, for a championship level team, Doc Rivers said, "I don't know the answer to that question right now." Apparently, that's the big thing, the tipping point in the whole Ben Simmons thing. That was one of the things that Ben Simmons can't get over for whatever reason. So. This is where we are. That's where we are with Ben Simmons. He will not show up to training camp. Um, no word on whether or not the Sixers plan to find Ben Simmons. They can find him up to $227,000 a day for not showing to train, showing up to training camp. So we have all that to deal with. Um, and of course, we have the ever present Ben Simmons rumors about being traded, including the rumor from Stephen A. Smith saying that the Nets would trade Kyrie for Ben Simmons straight up. But Kevin Durant said, nah, man, we're not doing that. So I don't know how much stock. Isn't that Jesus? However, you know what, man? Yes, I don't think Kevin Durant gets enough pub for being insanely powerful. He, like, I, I mean, he's got I, he's not got he doesn't have LeBron level clout, but it's there. He's a set, he's absolutely second, man. He has so much pull for for it's wild because I, I definitely would see Katie Nixon that not not because I don't like Ben Simmons as a player. Because he likes Kyrie, like I, I right. mean, this is this is the friendly, and I don't even know where to start anymore. Like I, I mean, one, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to say. No, one, I think one, I just like thankfully Doc Rivers has a history and a pedigree because isn't this kind of what the, the like happened to the last previous coaches? He got he got walked back on like I don't know his demands. Like that's. I like I understand the game and shit, but you, no one, no one needed to do that. You didn't like I, like Doc Rivers lying and begging Ben Simmons to stay doesn't increase his trade value one bit. Like I, I mean now like I don't know there are these reports that say oh they want Ben Simmons. That's just that's just the source just trying to get stuff out there. Nothing is nothing is. The only thing that's key that would napalm Ben Simmons' trade value is him being in Camden. That's it. Like, I like I don't know. Like, nothing. Like, and I just go back to, Roy, what, like, the same deal that's out there now was out, like, that might be out there now was 1,000% out there two months ago. And was this game of poker worth it? Because, one, like, I, like, I, I don't know. Like, people want to praise Daryl Warren for being this risk taker, but. Sometimes you just, sometimes you just need to know what your hand is because he overplayed his hand one thousand percent. For so what? There, yeah. So there was, I, I believe, it was Kyle Newbeck. I apologize if I get the name wrong, but there, there was a report. Um, some one of the local beat writers, I believe, it was Kyle, who reached out to a Sixer source, and the Sixer source said in so many words, and I'm paraphrasing, that Daryl Morey didn't want to make it. Like there was no, there's no, you know, impetus for the Sixers to make a trade 
that you know largely included a bunch of assets that couldn't help right now because again like this is about Joel Embiid and trying to get something that can help right now so making a trade to get a bunch of assets and flipping those assets at the trade deadline was something that the Sixers didn't really want to do now the question that you asked was that is that the right thing to do was that the wrong thing to do again obviously hindsight being 2020 it looks like it's trash however I understand I understand that's Daryl Morey's logic I get it like if you don't want a James Wiseman, if you don't want a Moses Moody or whatever, like you know, if you don't want those pieces, because again, they just don't fit and they can't help you win now. You're just kind of stuck with those dudes, and you think you can get something better at the trade deadline. I get it. However, you need to be, you know, again, if you're if you're if you're not willing to take 80 cents at that point, you got to be willing to take 60 cents later. Then, like that, just just have yeah. that have that logic in your mind. Just be okay with like, you know what? I'm not. I'm, I'd rather I'm gonna get something I can I can use more but not get as much. If you're okay with that, then I'm okay with that logic. No, I guess is is getting CJ McCollum, Robert Covington, and whatever, two ones, two months ago, which you definitely could have gotten. Like, I, like the same, like, it, it does it have, does it feel the same as getting CJ McCollum, Robert Covington, and two ones now with everything that's happened? Does it feel the same to me? No, does it matter? Like, I don't know. It like, doesn't does matter, it matter to me. It okay. doesn't matter to me. But, but here's, I guess, I guess the question is, the question is, if you could have got, let's say the, the again the Warriors package, you know the, the you know the the Wiseman, the Wiggins seven and fourteen. If you could have got that at the draft, or if you could just get C.J. McCollum and Robert Covington, we're not gonna throw in draft picks. If you could just get those two dudes now, are you okay with that? Like, is that okay? Knowing that you're, you could have had that before, is it okay oh, to just get McCollum and, and Covington? These are you're asking the wrong guy about this because okay. I could have because because I would have traded Malcolm Malcolm Bro- him for Malcolm Brogdon oh, like yeah, an yeah. hour after the game. Like, yeah. no, you need to get someone who's actually thinks Ben Simmons is actually worth right. a crap. Um, <laughs> no, I I don't know. Like, but was all this hijinks were like needed? I I guess is like I don't know. Like. Because you could have made a deal. Like, I don't know. You could have made a deal two months, like, at the draft. You could have. And there were a lot of deals out there. And I just, I said then, like, I don't know. He ain't coming. Or, like, and, and like, I don't know. There are too many teams. Like, everybody watches the NBA. They watch that game. He's broken. And now, with him just being an unaccountable mf you think teams are more likely to trade for him? No, they're less likely to trade for him. Yeah, no, they're they're not more likely to trade for him. But again, that being said, you know, he is a again, according to ESPN, he's a top 30 NBA player. He probably is a top 30, top 40 NBA guy. 40. All defensive, all all you know, defensive player of the year type of dude. He's gonna all defensive guy, like he's a you know, you know, great assist guy. Um, even though Joe Lacob says he can't close games, you know, he's a he's a pretty he's a pretty good basketball <laughs> player. Um, but look, it only takes one. It only takes one team. No, I, of, I I mean I yeah. still don't get like even the dumb teams aren't trying to tr- like aren't aren't fooled. Like you, I would have thought the Kings would have been fooled already. They're holding Pat, so obviously they are smelling his bull. Yeah, no, no. There's yeah, you, yeah. You you would hope that still that some of the teams, you know, like like the only teams you're really hearing about are the desperate teams, like the Clevelands. Um, those are the only teams or, that are kind or, of making noise. Or Minnesota. Yeah, the the Minnesotas, but they got their own stuff going on with that. So. Hopefully this is all resolved within the next week or so. I don't know. Again, training camp starts Tuesday. You know, media day is Monday, so it's going to be a very awkward situation with those guys. You know, answering questions um, when they come to uh, to Camden next week. Um, speaking of those guys, Joel Embiid a full go after recovering from last uh, season's knee injury, according to David. Are we gonna, like, are, no one's even talking about the season because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter until Ben Simmons traded. None, none, nothing matters. It's really awkward. No, like well, until, even until when the, yeah. Even when the Simmons trade goes down, is there any juice to the season? No, you got to. It's hard to. You got to. Yeah, like once the, once everything's settled, then you can kind of focus on the season. But it's kind of hard. It's, you kind of you don't know. Again, you don't know what the team's going to look like until this. No, with done. the hypothetical that you, because I have this, I have a gut feeling it's going to be for that McCollum Covington platter, which mm-hmm. is fine. Does does that trade get juice? Like I don't know the the relief. That this bozo is not on the team anymore. Right. You get a shot creator. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't even know what a what good of a shot creator CJ McCollum is. I, like, I, 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 I mean, I feel like maybe in like a change of scenery where he's not next to like a dude who can't play defense too. That like I don't know. Maybe some of the shine comes back on him. But I, I mean, if comes back, but what does that do to a guy like Thibel? Like, I, I mean, like, do you need? 
two of those guys? I don't think so. Like, I, like what? You, you have another guy who can't dribble? Yeah, no, you know, no, yeah. Cubs definitely going to kind of eat in the the Thibault minutes. So he's going to going to kind of make. I mean, granted, like you know, your clutch time lineup is going to be a little bit better as far as you'll have a guy out there who can play defense and shoot. But again, like, does it, you know, do you want that at the expense of Matisse Thibault's development? Do you want that, you know, at the expense of less, you know, I don't know, minutes for Seth Curry or Danny Green, whoever the eye man out is in that, in that crunch, time, crunch time lineup? I don't know. I'd rather, be honest with you, I'd rather do that trade without Covington. Like, I don't need Covington in that deal. No. Just give me, yeah, no, just give me McCollum. No, no, pick. you know what? Give me CJ McCollum and Anthony Simons. Yeah, I'm Because, fine like, that. real, look, because who's the starting point guard? It, is Tyrese Maxey the starting point guard? Tyrese Maxey is your starting point guard. And then Seth Curry comes off the bench. Probably, yeah. That's the way. That's how I would imagine it. Yeah. Man, that is that's juice level negative, dude. <laughs> it's <laughs> no, fine. Like, I'm I, telling I, you, no, they'll be they'll be no. fine. They'll be fine. No, no, that but team, like, that's a good. That's still a good team. That's still a good team. Maxed out of what a second round, a second round that loss. Team, that, that that team should win. You know, forty eight to fifty games. But it, that, no, team's, but, that team's better than Atlanta. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That team's no, better but, than Atlanta. But it, but it doesn't. And then I guess like uh, the follow up question is: What are the expectations for that team? Are are we shooting still shooting for Eastern Conference Finals, or are we just? <laughs> you have, MVP, cal- you have an MVP caliber player on your team. Joel Embiid's still here. He ain't going nowhere. He was a, the runner up for MVP last year. You have to shoot for the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't care whether or not the Nets are healthy. I don't care that the Bucks just won. You have an MVP caliber guy on your team. You got to shoot for the conference finals. I mean, like anything else. Is- no, but are they are, are are they doable? Can you can you make the conference finals? Yeah, I think you can. Again, you, don't face the Nets you, in the second round. You have but, a lot more faith in this team than I do. No, CJ McCollum's a really good player. Like Ben, like Joel Embiid is fantastic. Tobias Harris. If we get last year's Tobias Harris again, if we get last year's Danny Green and last year's if, Seth Curry, it's you a know lot. what? This is a lot of ifs. Like I, I, I feel like no, like I, I'm a big believer in like just energy. This team is gonna like maybe they'll be galvanized to get that bomb off the team. And like I don't know, maybe that's like the the thing that just lights. Right. But you still need like this bet sucks. Like I don't know, I don't know how other way to put it. They, like I mean, who's if, the if, front? Who's the front court? Well, George I mean, Niang and Andre Drummond? Right, yeah, okay. But, I mean, like, who was it last year? Dwight Howard and Mike Scott. So, I mean, like, what are we, like, like really, like, are we worse off? I don't think we are. And, again, if you move Seth, again, assuming this trade goes through, you move Seth Curry to the bench, you got some scoring off the bench, which you didn't have. Like, Furkan Korkmaz was probably your best bench scorer uh, for a decent part of last year. So, you're a little bit better off. I mean, again, like, no, no, I, no, I, but I have like, faith in this team. But – there, there were a lot of things that went right last year that yeah. won't go right this year. So, I, I, I mean, like, I I think they're the fourth best team, maybe. I think they're fourth to fifth best team. I think they win 47 games. Like, no, and I saw it. No, but it's hard to even say who, because you got you, you still got know. the stupid MF on the team. Right, yeah, you don't you don't know. All right, we got like a minute left. Before we got out of here, we do I hate talking out. about Ben Simmons. I Ooh. hate it. We got to talk about someone who doesn't have to talk about Ben Simmons this year. Shout out to Kate Scott, who will replace Mark Zumoff in the booth for the NBC Sports Philadelphia team. Calling Sixers games this year. This makes Scott the first full-time female broadcaster of any major sport in Philadelphia. Second woman to handle full-time play-by-play responsibilities for an NBA team. She's part of the Warriors broadcast team for an all-female broadcast this year. She called basketball during the Olympics. She did a bunch of stuff for the Pac-12 Network. Very excited to see what Kate Scott brings to Philadelphia. Um, she had the quote where she was saying that uh, she was pretending she was Allen Iverson in the driveway. So she's already from the Nick Sirianni school of giving Philadelphia fans what we want. So congrats to Kate Scott. Looking forward to seeing her and Ala Abdelnabi call games this year for NBC Sports Philly. Um, we will not stay Zach this at all. Again, we are <laughs> we are positive about this. Look, whoever comes in behind Zoom off is going to have a very hard job. That's all I got to say. It's going to be very hard. I feel like no, I feel like this is not the ideal situation to go to. I'm talking Zuma. Like I I mean, just the overall tenor of this team, it's just not good. Like I I mean, like if if you got a team that had good vibes, like you're gonna have to like I don't know awkwardly to converse about Ben Simmons, right? At some point, but I mean, hopefully again, hopefully a lot of that stuff is is is, you know in the rearview mirror 
by the time she starts calling preseason games this year. So again, you know, it's got to get done the next week or so if that's going to happen. But again, looking forward to it. Congrats, Sixers. Congrats, Kate. Congrats, Kate Scott. Uh, for landing here in Philadelphia. That is it for this edition of the Broad Street Line. Thank you guys for tuning in as always. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. Fall is the season of gathering that brings us together with warmth and color. So whether it's a birthday, anniversary, or a special event, celebrate your friends and family with a gorgeous bouquet of roses from 1-800-Flowers.com. 1-800-Flowers makes it easy to brighten someone's day with 24 multicolored roses for just $39.99. To get 24 multicolored roses for just $39.99, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in.